you don't want to buy uh, a player that doesn't isn't really relevant in two or three years anymore because you won't get back your investment. Welcome back, everyone, to the Slab Stocks FC show. My name is Aaron, your host for today. Like always, I am joined here by Chris from German Sports Card Investor. He is out in Europe, out in Germany, and he has a great perspective on the card market to share with us today, something very different from most of us who live in America and are able to readily get cards whenever we want. Uh, Chris has got a different perspective and something that's really going to help you learn about maybe what's going on in Europe and how we can forecast that going forward. So, Chris, welcome to the show. Thank you for joining me. Let's hear about your collecting and investing journey with soccer and how you got into it. First, thanks uh, for having me. Um, I started with collecting again roughly a year ago. So, of course, I was a kid of the 90s and we also had this whole wax area, uh, junk wax area here in Germany. So I was always keen to collect cards, etc. So I started a year back with football, um, basketball and hockey. And then I realized that probably there is a soccer market out there. Um, but then I realized that there isn't really product out there or the product like the Prism World Cup, etc. Um, were hard to get because um, it seems that either the most people just collected them or stored them and didn't um, sell them or wanted to sell them or there wasn't any product out there in the European market. Gotcha. So, yeah. Gotcha. Cool, cool. So what type of cards have you been able to pick out, pick up on Germany? And is it, you know, are you able to get them? Is it hard to get them? Are you able to collect your Mbappes and other guys? Or what's, what's, what's the climate like? So the problem is, to be honest, I was a bit late uh, with really looking for it. So um, at the point I was looking for it, the European market in general, so eBay uh, Europe was already empty, say it like this, yeah. or they had prices that were insane. Exactly. Yeah. This. So um, I'm used to buy cards in the US, but the problem for every European uh, is that if we buy cards from the US and we import them, we have to pay um, sales tax. In Germany, it's 19% uh, from the complete value of the package. And if the package is also over $150 um, declared, I have also add to that uh, 15, 20% uh, duty taxes. So for Europeans, it is not easy to buy cards in the US. Or if you do it blindly, so my first purchases were just blindly. I thought, okay, oh, cool, they have this global shipment pro program from eBay. And then the card uh, cost uh, three times what I what the card itself costed because I had to pay taxes, etc. So collecting and buying in Europe is a bit harder because of that. There are, of course, ways to get through that, like declaring... Um, not the real value of the card or um, so that you have to pay less tax. But um, I think we have here the same problem you have, that there is no product out there. So mm -hmm. um, we here in Germany or in Europe in general, we have a huge sticker market. So everything in the past um, was just collecting stickers. So on every World Cup, on every Euro, 
um, you get spammed by stickers here. So you have Panini, of course, they bring out their sets, but you also get them at every purchase at, uh, on your grocery store. You get a package with uh, the German team or something like this. So um, every weekend when there are big events like the World Cup or Euro, there are trade fairs where kids can trade their stickers uh, with others so they can collect other, uh, the, tickets, uh, the stickers they still need. So yeah. this was always a huge market here. Uh, so the sticker market is, you could say it's the same like the sports card market in the US with the same mm -hmm. volume, same interest in it, etc. So also stickers for the Bundesliga, you have stickers for, um, for the clubs themselves like Dortmund or uh, Bayern Munich. And that's the main way of collecting everything related to football or soccer um, here in Germany or in Europe in general. You have uh, from Tops and from Panini card sets. Uh, from Panini, it's FIFA 365. From Tops, it's match attacks. They also have parallel cards, etc. But they are more like a trading game. But yeah. even that, and you can already see that there's a huge interest in it because YouTubers who are open to pack openings from these trading cards uh, get 10,000 to 15,000 views. So there is a market, but yeah. we don't have the problem, uh, the product available. Yeah. So like Topps Chrome Champions League, back when that released, in, you know, in 2018 and 2017, was there any even shot to get that product sourced directly to Germany? Like from my understanding, looking at how Panini and Topps handles their American-made products, they don't necessarily allocate a whole lot out into Europe yet. And you know, is that going to change going forward? Like, what do you? What's this? What's the vibe you're getting on that? This already is already changed. So, um, looking to the official Panini uh, shop, the last six months or something like this, you can see that they are offering more and more products directly in the shop. So we get it a week later, like the next product that um, will be available for soccer, the Select Hero uh, 2020 set. We will get it on the last of September and you can already order it. And the last time, the last set was the Chronicle set. This was sold out in a day uh, in a yeah. Panini shop. So, I was and, thinking, well, maybe I should buy one, but at the later the day, they were all uh, sold. So the biggest market was the UK market. Uh, you got a lot of uh, cards uh, from the UK. Yeah. So when people when Panini puts up the boxes for sale, is that through a Panini EU or Germany site only, to where only people who have access to those products in those countries can get it? Correct. So. Um, you I, you won't see it in any stores um, mm -hmm. like Target, Walmart, etc. What you have in the US, so it will only be available online at the moment. And that's uh, Panini has their stores in the UK, in Germany, etc. And then you directly order it from uh, Panini or for Tops. Yeah, that that's interesting because I can feel the change of the tides here as the soccer market grows. As in Europe, they get more accustomed to the cards versus the stickers, as we were talking about. Um, it just seems like that everything is shifting towards Europe getting more product. People on Europe being able to get the actual select prism optic downer sets. Um, and if that happens, that'll be a really widespread growth in terms of children. And then also people like yourself that are able to get their hands on the stuff in person, learn about it. And then it just all is a trickle down domino effect from there and can really build the soccer card market on Europe. 
I mean, it makes sense because Europe is the biggest soccer market out there. So um, of course they have to to push out product. And as soon as we know, as long as we don't have product, no one will get into it. But you can see in general that more and more people are collecting and, and investing in sports cards. So you will see um, on the grading service. Uh, so Europe is a big um, market for Pokemon um, mm-hmm. and Yu-Gi-Oh! and Magic the Gathering. So you see on these um, YouTube videos from the grading services for this uh, that they get more and more sports cards and more and more football cards or NFL cards, more and more uh, basketball, NBA cards, and hockey, etc. So we see that there is... Um, a market there or that little market starting for this. And as soon as Panini and Tops or whoever is um, pushing our product here, I guarantee that it will be a hit and that a lot of people will start collecting. Yeah, and I think we have to look at the... So, like, if you think about it right now, Panini and Tops are just making products mostly for the U.S. And they were selling out now because of how hot uh, soccer has become. Do they really ratchet up their print runs to start to meet EU demand? And then do we see so much more supply become available in soccer? And the interesting thing is, is we have to understand that even if Panini produces more and puts more on in Europe, it's going to get that many more fans into it. Much more demand will come that probably, you know, the supply and demand equilibrium will stay the same versus if they just pumped so much more supply into the U.S., and then we didn't have that many more buyers here, then it could become a problem. But, you know, it sounds like if they can get that supply into Europe, that can be a really good thing for the market and for the global market. Um, it'd be nice to see some changes with how the, the shipping and the eBay works back from the U.S. to to the EU because for myself, when I, a year ago when I was buying soccer cards, I was seeing like 70% of my purchases were coming from either the EU or Asia. And I wasn't getting hit with any import taxes, anything other than like, you know, your five to $10 shipping. So it's easy for me. I was willing to wait, you know, four weeks for the cards because I wasn't planning selling them for a while. But it sounds like as more cards are coming back over to America that were originally in the EU and Asia, it sounds like that's much harder to get them back to the EU and Asia, which is why these releases are going to be so important for Tops and Panini to get them out there so that people can actually get cards in their home countries versus having to import them all. Yeah, I mean, the other problem is for us Europeans, it is um, not that easy to sell. We can sell, selling in the European market won't be a problem, but selling to the US market uh, will be a problem because of the four to six weeks because of Corona at the moment uh, mm-hmm. for the shipping. So uh, two weeks ago, I um, opened some boxes of World Cup 2018 stickers, uh, pulled two uh, Mbappe stickers, sold them for 40 bucks each. And the person still haven't received them yet in the U.S. And yeah. um, last time I checked, they were at 20. So um, that's also the other problem. And of course, as soon as the product uh, comes out, we uh, Open Manini needs to do marketing because we need to know that product is out there. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they will still buy um, stickers or whatever they can get. So um, yeah. Like I said, it's marketing and it's a product. And then I don't even think that the print rates will be that much higher um, because, I mean, from Panini Tops, it's a selling point to have scarcity scarcity in it. So the print rates are low and you have the US and the European market and then sometimes later the Asian market fighting for all the cards. 
it's just a win situation, I think, for the uh, manufacturers. So. Yeah, exactly. And think about it as an investor and as a collector, that is going to really swing the the supply and demand, you know, so that there's going to be lower supply and more demand. Like we saw over the last two months, how soccer cards increased in value. Yeah. This seems to be a cyclical thing that we'll see in the future. Um, obviously, we can't always expect cards to go up three times in value in a couple months. That won't happen. You know, we need to see the steady growth going into the Euro, going into the World Cup. Um, and then, of course, World Cup 2026, which is huge for, huge for us in North America because yeah. it's coming to North America. Um, that'll be another huge thing for Americans and Canadians to get involved. That's the thing I invest in. So all the things uh, or the cards I will buy regarding soccer will be for the 2026 area. So as yep. soon as uh, the World Cup is in the US, I think everything you buy now will go up, up, up in that uh, time period. Yeah, and especially just, you know, the main names, the people that people know, and then the players that will be marketed hard as star players in the U.S. Um, this is for sure soccer in general is a – it's a longer game. I mean, there is some short-term success that can be had with the grading, which I do want to get into really in a little bit here. Um, but there's short-term success in grading, and also we have to more think that, you know, soccer is a longer game where we have – massive worldwide events with the euro cup the world cup uh definitely a lot that can change but grading really quick do you have access to grading cards yes. in germany so what's the process like for that is it really difficult uh, the thing with grading is um i did it myself so i sent uh, cards to sgc a while ago um the problem is when i get back these cards i have to pay tax for these cards so i pay tax twice on them um, and like I mentioned earlier, um, we have a huge Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh scene. So there are already grading services, mostly in the UK, uh, that specialize on uh, grading these cards that now offer PSA grading uh, for modern sports cards and sports cards prior 2012. For me, it cost me now with the uh, grading service I use 18 bucks for one card uh, PSA grading. Nice. So they are doing making initiatives to yeah. get grading more accessible out in EU. Yes, correct. So awesome. all these grading services that were originally Pokemon services, grading services, have now um, extended their contract with PSA and now are offering um, modern uh, sports cards and sports cards in general. Awesome. Just another reason why soccer card market is going to keep building globally. Yeah. It's really cool. So the first um, submission videos were all soccer. So all the sports yeah. cards and it were uh, stickers and um, Prism World Cup cards um, and like this. So Awesome. Great. Yeah. Well, we got time for one last topic here. And I want to touch on something that you brought up to me before. And it's about the FIFA Ultimate Team game, the online uh, video game. Everyone knows about it how big Ultimate Team is. It does the most revenue for video game in-game purchases for a sports game ever. Um, what can we see with FIFA Ultimate Team and how can we see this as maybe even being a dark horse candidate to really drive the market even further over these next two, three, four years? Um, I mean, the soccer market in general is a big if market. If this mm -hmm. happens, then we get a nice outcome. And like we talked uh, about it earlier, I see a huge potential in all these FIFA players that are investing a ton of money in their ultimate team each year for every FIFA um, game. So as soon as you tell them, hey, 
you can get a product, you can get a sports card, and you can build your ultimate team with a sports card, and it will still be worth money in one, two, or five more years. Mm -hmm. um, I, I believe they will put so much money into buying sports cards um, than in FIFA. And look how many people are playing FIFA Ultimate Team and in the US worldwide. So it's yeah. like you said, it's, it's I think the biggest income for EA Sports um, yeah. with all the coins going in for the Ultimate uh, Team market. Yeah, people spend like, I mean, in total, it's like a billion dollar bar market for yep. in-game purchases for EA Sports. They And if you are watching this and you are not sure what FIFA is, it's the soccer video game made by EA Sports like Madden. And then Ultimate Team is where you build a team with like digital cards, basically, that all have different ratings. And you can open you digital packs much. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and you, you, you can open digital packs that most of the time you have to spend money to get the actual packs or good packs. Um, in the game so another huge opportunity Chris what what are your overall thoughts on the the overall card market right now this is the last thing I want to talk about with you what what are you seeing is going right what are you seeing is going wrong and how are you trying to you know stay focused in it right now I would say stay away from the sticker market the sticker market is a bubble that will or it's already bursting a bit um, everything prior to 2014 regarding stickers is something you may invest. Everything after that, you shouldn't invest because you can buy these stickers directly from Panini from the factory for 10 cents each. So there's no scarcity in it. So I wouldn't, um, yeah, I wouldn't invest in stickers in general. You will see also see a lot of graded stickers coming back in the next few weeks and months that mm -hmm. will flood the market and probably make the prices crazy soccer at the moment for me is like i've said earlier a long time invested in market buy these cards at the moment is the best price you can get grade them or ideally buy them graded put them somewhere wait for the at least for the next world cup because world cup always has a bigger audience uh worldwide and um of course wait for 2026 as soon as US guys can watch these uh, teams and players in your own country at your own time zone, um, every, I think that will be the biggest push for uh, the soccer market, and yeah. then it will pay uh, will be pay off. Totally so, agree. Um, yeah, uh, be careful. I think, like I said, in the moment, um, don't buy just because you want to buy. Um, the, the market needs some regulation at the moment. At the moment, everything is crazy. You now see that, of course, there's more and more products coming because everyone is now looking on the addict for, for the sports cards they uh, bought four years ago. Um, but yeah, be a bit more careful. And like everyone says, and I know it's repeating and it's annoying, research, 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 because soccer, especially for someone who is totally new to the sport. I think I always compare it to me and baseball. I have nothing. We don't have baseball here. So for me, it would need a long time for research before I go into the market because you don't want to buy uh, a player that doesn't isn't re relevant in two or three years anymore because you won't get back your investment. Yeah, totally agree. Thank you, Chris. Follow him at German Sports Card Investor on Instagram. 
This was the third discussion of Slapstocks FC. We have more coming in the future. Some great guests that are going to be joining us. I think this was a, this was a great perspective on the EU market and how it's changing. Thank you guys for watching, and I'll see you next week.